0: Shalom Aleichem, on behalf of Teach 613, we welcome you to Take 10 for Talmud. Kiddushin Samech Aleph, Kedushin 61A, pagination is 121. We have mentioned on a number of occasions the concept of a Tenai. A tanai means a condition. A person is doing a certain act, but he's doing it conditionally. This is not simply a Gilu'i das that he's revealing his intent— that he doesn't want to do it if certain parameters aren't meant in terms of either honesty or situational. He's under the understanding that he's moving to Eretz Yisrael, so he's selling his house. We're not dealing right now with revealing his intent, but rather with a condition. A condition is a very specific thing where the person says, I want this event to take place. I really do. I want this to take place, but it is conditional on something which I anticipate that you're going to come through. I expect you to give me $200, and I expect it to be a valid get. Or I want it to be a good kiddushin. It's conditional that I'm going to give you $200. The concept of conditions finds its parameters in Psukim in Parshas Matos where Moshe makes a condition with the Bnei God and the Bnei Reuven, two of the tribes who requested land outside of Eretz Yisrael proper. They wanted land on the other side of the Jordan. And Moshe makes a condition, provided that they fight for the land that Yehoshua will yet have to conquer, provided that they do that, they can get the land that was already conquered and that they are requesting. The Pesach says, Perek Lamid Beis, huskhaftes and Lamed, in parshas matos phayom moshe alayhem and moshe said to them im yavru ben gad reuven if the children of god and reuven will go with you he's expressing the condition venich bishaharet and they will conquer then unisatam lemesereta gilad lachoza you should grant them the land that they are requesting and then Moshe continues, and if they don't go with you as the vanguard, they should get with you in the land of Canaan, what we describe as Eretz Israel proper. So we see a number of things from the wording of this condition. Notably, Moshe said it twice. He made sure to make it clear, both the hain, what happens if they do do it, and also the lav, what happens if they don't do it. And it is indeed kaful. He said something, and he didn't wait for anyone to make inferences and assume what the flip side was. He made it very clear, and if they don't do what was described, then the following will happen. Our Mishnah tells us that this is the approach of Reb Meir, and it is the approach used in Shochan that when a person makes a condition, that means he wants the event to occur, the kinyan to occur, he wants it to occur, but he's making it conditional. There is a certain way that a condition has to be worded in order for it to be effective. Towards the bottom of the Amud Masnison, Rabbi Meir Omer, Rabbi Meir says, Kol t'nai t'nai "Any condition that doesn't match the guidelines of the condition made with the children of God and Reuven, t'nai, it's not going to be considered a valid condition." as the pasuk says. And Moshe said to them, Im If they will go with you, this is what happens. And if they don't go, this is what happens. Rashi describes the different things that are learnt out of this um, set of psukim. And indeed in Shochan Aruch, Evan O'Ezer, Simon Lamed Ches if Aleph and Bays and a bit beyond that as well we see what the condition um, terminologies are going to take into account the mahabba writes called tonight there are four notable things that have to be in a condition and these are they Kaful. It has to be doubled. You have to say, what happens if yes? What happens if no? V'shi'i'ya hain shalokodem lalav. You have to first say the yes condition is met, and then say what happens if the condition is not met. hatanai kodem The condition has to be before the action. We'll discuss this in a moment. And it has to be that the condition is something that could be fulfilled. If one of these things is missing, the condition is going to fall off, and she would be in this case mikudeshes miyad ki the kedushin works without any condition, because the condition that was attached to the activity wasn't attached with the proper wording. Now, there is a Rama in Sif Gimel, which makes a fascinating statement. If a person would be Omer Stam, he simply says, He wants his condition to work, like the Tanai of B'nei God of B'nei Reuven, there is an approach that says, have a Tanai Gomer that that works as a Tanai. And if a person did not know, wasn't scholarly enough to know how to approach this, perhaps that would be an approach that he simply words it, like a Tanai B'nei God and B'nei Reuven. Now, one of the conditions... was tanai Kodem Lamaisa? the condition is before the activity, and there's a discussion in the Rishonim whether this means that the tanai has to be totally articulated before he gives the money, which is the action, or even in the condition, the condition has to be worded before the activity part of the condition is worded. For example, the Orach HaSholchan Simen Lamed Ches, Sif Lamid writes, Sheyomar, he should word it, Im titni limone hare'at If you will give me this certain coin, then you will be mikudeshas to me. Ve'im lo titni, and if you don't give, Encha mikudeshas, you're not going to be mikudeshas. You'll notice that even though many of the Mishnayos we encountered were talking shorthand, the actual text of a condition is very specific. If you will give me the coin, then you will be Mikudeshes. Is the Tanai Kodem leMaysa? Again, if a person wants to word something as a Tanai, he wants to build in a condition. He should make sure to have expert guidance because if it's not done properly, he could end up with a kenyan that he did and a Tanai that he was counting on actually having no effect because it wasn't done according to the rules of tenaim, which have to follow B'nai G'od and B'nai Ruven. Yeshe koach, thank you for joining.